chapter 30. 1 Samuel chapter 30. We're going to start in verse 1 tonight. Amen. 1 Samuel chapter 30 in verse 1. And I'm going to take a look at David a little bit tonight. But I want to look at a specific scenario right here in David's life. Amen. And I want to look at the scenario, but then I want to look at how David handled it, how he responded to it, and then uh, what the outcome or what the results was. Amen. And so if you would look in verse 1 with me real quick as we get started here tonight. Amen. If you need to, you can follow along. And the Word of God reads. Then it happened when David and his men came to Ziglag and on the third day that the Amalekites had made a raid on the Negev and on Ziklag and had overthrown Ziklag and burnt it with fire. And they took captive the women and all who were in it, both small and great, without killing anyone, and carried them off and went their way. And when David and his men came to the city, behold, it was burned with fire. And their wives and their sons and their daughters had been taken captive. And then David and the people who were with him lifted their voices and wept unto there was no strength in them to weep. Now David's two wives had been taken captive. Ahinoam and Jezreelitis and Abigail and the widow of Nabal, the Carmel, Carmelite. Moreover, David was greatly distressed because the people spoke of stoning him, for all the people were embittered, each one because of his sons and his daughters. But David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. Amen. Let's pray tonight. Amen. Father, we thank you, Lord. We come to you tonight in the name of Jesus. We thank you for this time together, Lord. Speak to us tonight, my King. Father, help us, God, to accomplish what you want tonight and open up our hearts and our minds and our ears and our everything, Lord God, tonight. Anoint me to preach your word, God. Father, I thank you for you taking us. I thank you, God, for how you're using us. And Lord, I ask you to speak to us tonight. Forgive us for all of our sins in Jesus' name. Amen. If you would, give the Lord a hand. Praise. Amen. So I want to kind of talk, my topic tonight is taking back what the enemy has stolen, amen? Taking back what the enemy has stolen, and I'm kind of going to tie this in a little bit when it, with my spiritual warfare topic that I was kind of discussing on Sunday, which also was kind of speaking in regards to prayer, and I was speaking of seasons of prayer, amen? But I want to kind of talk to you a little bit about this tonight, about taking back what the enemy has stolen, Amen? And the Bible teaches us that Satan is a thief, amen. Satan is a murderer. Satan will steal, kill, and destroy, amen. So the thief comes to steal, he comes to kill, and he comes to destroy. In fact, the Bible says in the Gospel of John, amen, that he was a murderer from the beginning. That's what the Bible says, amen. He was a murderer from the beginning. And so I want to look at this because... What we come to find out, if we aren't careful and we, uh, we can allow the enemy or the devil to steal from us everything that God has blessed us with. Amen? If we're not careful. That's why I was sharing with you, I was saying, be on alert. 
Be on guard. Be aware. Your adversary, the devil, amen, is seeking who he can devour. Amen. He's seeking an opportunity to come in. Amen. And do what he does best. Amen. He's looking for a breach in the wall. He's looking for an opportunity. He's looking for an avenue. Amen. And so if we're not careful, amen, we can open ourselves up to allow the enemy to begin to come and do what he does. Amen. And steal from us some things, the very things that God has blessed us with. Are y'all with me today? Anybody got anything that God's blessed you with? The Bible says that every good thing, every good gift comes from above. The Bible says that a children are a blessing from the Lord. The Bible says that a, a man who finds a wife finds favor from God. Amen. All these various things. And ultimately, God is ultimately our provider. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's the one that's given us everything. Amen. He's the one that's put all these things in place, each and everything, whatever it may be. Are y'all with me today? And so ultimately, we realize that Satan, who is our enemy, amen, wants to steal things from our lives. And some of us can easily admit, amen, it's obvious that Satan has stolen some things from our life. Amen. For some of us, he's stolen many years from our lives. Amen. He's stolen various things from our lives. For some of us, he's stolen even some simple things like our joy. Hello, somebody. You ever heard this? Somebody say, devil, you're not going to steal my joy today. Amen. Amen. He may have stole, stole your money, your fortunes, whatever, your wife, hello, your children. Amen. He may have even stole your prayer life. Hello. Or your anointing. Or your health. Are y'all with me today? And so I want to kind of take a look today and I want to use the example of David right here in the 30th chapter of 1 Samuel. And I want to kind of look at this situation that occurs in David's life amen and 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 it's really a great example uh you know because ultimately right here what you begin to see is the Amalekites who was the enemy amen begin to come in and steal every all the belongings that David had amen the bible says that he came in and he Stole his wives, amen. At that time, David had two wives, amen. Are y'all with me? But anyways, it says that he came in and stole his wives, amen. And not only that, but he stole his disciples and his disciples' wives and his disciples' children, amen. That's what the Bible says, amen. In other words, his, the people that were with him, amen, the, 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 the people that were with David right here in and as a result, they were enraged, they were uh, upset, they were frustrated, amen. Are y'all with me today? And so they were taken captive, the Bible says, by the Amalekites. But as we look here, the reason that Satan was able to steal from God's people, amen, because, was because David had drifted away from God in certain areas in his life. Okay? 
Now I'm going somewhere, amen? So in other words, the devil had managed to steal some things such as David's time with God. Now we know David, amen? David was a worshiper. David was a, a man of prayer, amen? David was a man after God's own heart, amen? David, uh, you know, he, he and, and so we, we, we kind of know David in that manner, amen? But right here, what, what we begin to see is he, he began to steal David's time with God. And how many of y'all know one thing that the enemy will try to do to each and every one of us, amen, is he'll try to get us busy. One of the largest, biggest tricks that he has, amen, is he tries to get us busy. He tries to get us so busy, amen, that we don't have time to spend time seeking the face of God. He can even get us so busy doing the things of God to where we're not spending time, amen, in the presence of God. Anybody that's done ministry for any length of time has experienced this, I promise you. Amen. That's one of his biggest tricks. Amen. That's one of his, his biggest things is to get us busy. And so he managed to do this in David's life. Amen. He managed to get David to a point where he was too busy to spend time with God. He began to steal his time with God. Does anybody ever feel like their time with God is kind of been stolen praise the lord well at least you're honest maybe we need to slow down a little bit amen sometimes we're pushing and we're driving and we're running and we're going and we're building and we're you know all these things and those are all good amen but we can't do those in our own strength amen we'll be running on e We'll be running on empty and we'll, and, and we'll have to be the ones doing it and making it happen instead of God. Are y'all following me today? Now remember, saints, the, Bible, the battle that we're involved in is a spiritual battle. It's a spiritual warfare, right? And so whenever we let our guard down spiritually, the devil will penetrate our camp or our life. Amen? When we let our guard down spiritually... He'll begin to penetrate in our life. And so what David, uh, what David did, amen, to go and get back what the devil had stolen from him and his disciples, I want to begin to look at that right there for just a moment. So here I'm going to read back to you in verse 2. He's talking about the Amalekites, amen. He's talking about the enemy, what he did to God's people. He says, and they took captive the women and all who were in it, both small and great, without killing anyone, and carried them off and went their way. Next verse. When David and his men came to the city, behold, it was burnt with fire, their wives and their sons and their daughters had been taken captive. And then David and the people who were with them lifted their voices and wept until there was no strength 
in them to weep. And then David, thank you. Now David's two wives had been taken captive. Amen. I'm not going to try to repeat those names again because I butchered them the first time. And I can't, amen. Moreover, David was greatly distressed because the people spoke of stoning them. So here they are. His own people are mad, man. Like, you're our leader. The enemy came in, stole our wives, stole all we got, stole everything, our children and everything else. And here they are. The people begin to have an uproar, amen. And then they're, they're taking, they're mad at David. They're ready to stone him, man. And so he's greatly distressed, Amen. The enemy doesn't come into the camp. Amen. And took everything. He says, for all the people were embittered, each one because of his sons and his daughters. Are y'all with me today? That almost sounds like, let me give you a kind of an example in this day and age, okay? That's like we've been in church, right, most of our life. I, you've had your pastor, let's say I'm your pastor, I don't... I don't really want to be your pastor in this example right here, but anyways, <laughs> your kids have been coming to church, they've been going to church, amen, I've, I've seen this happen, amen, not here, but in other places, okay, then all of a sudden, the enemy comes and, amen, begins to take the children captive, the kids start living for the world, and the parents are mad, and they're mad at the pastor and they're mad at the leaders in the church. Amen. Now, that's a scenario you may not have heard of it, but I've heard of it before. So that's basically what's taking place right here. They're mad at David. They're like, man, you let these people come in and steal our children. You let the enemy come in and steal our sons and our daughters, man. Amen. And they're, and they're, they're wanting to stone him, but... Look at David's response right here, and this is what's so powerful and so crucial, amen. The Bible says in the last part of that verse, but David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. In other words, David went back to his foundation. Here he is, he's in a challenging situation. The enemies come in, penetrated the camp, stole everything. The people are upset and frustrated and everything else. Amen. And David does, does what David knows how to do. And he goes, amen, and he grabs a hold of God, amen. He gets in his prayer closet. He digs in, amen. He presses in. He begins to seek the face of God with everything that he has, amen. And the Bible says that he began to strengthen himself in the Lord his God. In other words, the enemy had an avenue to come in and, and breach the camp, amen, because he wasn't, amen, where he needed to be at that moment in, with Christ, amen, with God, amen. But here he is, amen, all hell breaks loose in his life, amen, and the man of God goes back to what he knows, amen, and he begins to strengthen himself in the Lord his God. Hello, somebody. In other words, amen, he began to... Uh, reestablish his relationship with God once again. And he began to put God back on the throne of his heart. Amen. Are y'all with me today? 
And we'll see what happens, saints, is as we pray to God consistently, somebody say consistently, and we begin to seek his face consistently, we're going to restore our spiritual lives once again, amen. And we're going to be strengthened. You're going to strengthen yourself. Are y'all following me? Now I pray right now that some of you are being strengthened. He strengthened himself in God when he went back to prayer. Are y'all with me today? I want you to look at this because if Satan is stolen from you, going back to prayer, going back to God is a must if you desire to take back what the, what the enemy has stolen. Paul said this, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. That's our battle. That's our struggle. That's our fight. Amen, he says. And this is why Paul exhorts us. He says, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. That's what he says. So, David began to go back to the source of power and victory in his life. Are y'all with me today? And I'm here to tell you, saints, that prayer, amen, we've been talking about prayer. Prayer and seeking the Lord is what's going to make us strong and mighty in his power. Hello, somebody. Amen. Are y'all with me today? Some of you are kind of weak. Amen. Are you with me today? Some of you look like you're baptized in lemon juice. Amen. But if you go back to prayer, if you go back to strengthening yourself, if you go back to seeking the Lord, if you go back to kiss consistently, amen. You're going to begin to strengthen yourself. You're going to walk in the power again. You're going to walk in the anointed again. You're going to walk in the victory again. You're going to walk, amen, in the authority again. You're going to walk in the boldness again. You're going to walk, amen, in a way that God's called you to walk again. And you're not going to be baptized in lemon juice anymore. You're going to be baptized in the Holy Ghost with fire and power and anointing and victory. But when we begin to drift away from prayer, the anointing or the life begins to evaporate from us. And what happens is we begin to walk in the flesh. Are y'all with me today? See, David was operating in the flesh. And how do y'all know the devil's not afraid of a prayerless, carnal Christian? He's not afraid of it. He's not afraid of, amen, 
Are y'all with me today? But how many of y'all know Satan fears a consistent prayer warrior? Amen. See, Satan didn't fear David. And David, back in chapter 17, was the giant killer. Hello, somebody. He had the one that slayed Goliath. But Satan didn't fear David, even though he was a giant killer, because he didn't fear him anymore because he was now operating in the flesh. Are y'all following me? And this was the reason why the enemy was able to take his family captive. Amen. You know, Job teaches us, amen, the importance of a consistent prayer life. The Bible says this, Job would send and concentrate and consecrate them, rising up early in the morning and offering burnt offerings according to the number of them all. Amen. Thus, Job did this continually, the Bible says. And because of his right relationship with God, amen, there was a hedge of protection for Job's family and everything that he has. Now, I want you to look at that for a moment, amen. Because you've got to ask yourself, do you have a hedge, amen, for your household and for you? Because I believe that the hedge around David's family was lowered, amen, because of his relationship with God wasn't where it needed to be. Are y'all with me today? And it opens up the avenue where the enemy can come in. Are y'all with me? Because whenever you're walking in prayer and you're walking in the power and you're walking in the anointing, amen, you're walking, amen, in the spirit, amen. Hello, somebody, when you're right with God, amen, the enemy doesn't have an avenue into your life. The enemy doesn't have an avenue in, even into your family's life. Hello, somebody. Are y'all following me today? Let's look real quick at verse 7. Then David said to Abathar the priest, the son of Ahimelech, he says, please bring me the epid. So Abathar brought the epid to David. Next verse. Look at this. He says, David inquired of the Lord, saying, shall I pursue this band? Shall I overtake them? And he said to him, pursue for you will surely overtake them and you will surely rescue all. Now, I want you to look for just a moment because the first thing that David did was he strengthened himself in the Lord. He went back to the power source. He went back to the one that had the victory. He went back to, amen, the spirit. So first he strengthens himself, and then the second thing he does, the Bible says that David inquired of the Lord, saying, shall I pursue this band? So in other words, the second thing that he did, amen, after he strengthened himself in the Lord, was then he began to trust the Lord for guidance and direction and insight in his life. 
He began to come to the Lord and say, God, what is it that I need to do? I'm strengthened now. Now I'm ready to trust you and listen to what you're saying and telling me, amen, in order for me to accomplish what I need to do, amen. He trusted God again. He gave, put his life in God's hands. He asked God, show me what you want to do. He says, shall I pursue this band? In other words, God, David is seeking direction from God and Abathar, the priest, amen. He was seeking direction from God, and guess what? He was seeking direction from the man of God. Are y'all following me today? I'm trying to help you get victory today. I'm trying to help you get back what the enemy's stolen from you today. It's going to take you walking in the power of the Holy Ghost again. It's going to get you take back to, amen, your roots, back to your prayer closet, back to, amen, your word of God. It's going to take you getting back there, and it's going to take you listening and trusting what God is telling you, amen, and the way that he wants to go about it in your life. Proverbs 3, 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In other words, David wasn't trusting in his flesh anymore, but in the supernatural power of God. Are y'all following me? When David was a shepherd taking care of his father's sheep, he had a deep prayer life with God. And when David, amen, and this is why when God told him to kill Goliath, he trusted the Lord and he destroyed the giants. Are y'all with me today? Some of y'all at a time in your life, you were walking in the anointing. You were walking in the power of God. You had the victory. You were believing God for the impossible. You slayed some Goliaths. You slayed some giants. You overcame some impossible things. Because you were trusting in God again. That was the only reason why David was able to. He knew that the Lord was with him. And he knew if the Lord was with him, amen, who could be against him? He knew that he, amen, that's where he was standing from a place of victory right there. When he was coming up against Goliath. Because he knew God was with him. And he understood that the power of God flowing through him was going to destroy the enemy. Are y'all following me today? In other words, he was walking in the anointing at that time. And somewhere along the line, he broke fellowship with God and he began to walk in the flesh. And that's what happens sometimes. Are y'all following me today? Something happens and we start walking in the flesh. We start trusting in the flesh. And when all hell broke loose, thank God David went back to his prayer closet. I want you to think back when you were walking in victory. Hello. And how many of y'all know a praying heart will produce a trusting heart. Are y'all following me? A praying heart will produce a trusting heart. 
If you're praying and seeking the face of God, it's going to produce you to be able to trust God. You ever thought real crazy concerning a situation, amen, and then you go and you seek the face of God diligently, you get on your knees, and all of a sudden, amen, he begins to show you differently, amen, and he begins to, amen, begins to give you peace concerning the situation. He begins to show you, amen, that all of a sudden this is, amen, what looks impossible is not impossible, and you get up from that prayer time again, and you're, amen, you're, you're, you're trusting him again. Hello, somebody. You're able to keep going forward. You're able to keep pushing. You're able to keep, amen, doing what you've got to do. Why? Because you begin to seek the face of God through prayer, and now you're able to trust, amen, God, amen, in his direction, and that's basically what took place, amen, in David's life. He, all of a sudden, he, he seeked God, and then he trusted God. And he asked God and the man of God, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? Are y'all following me today? And then we begin to see God tells David, amen. He tells him to pursue your enemy. Now we know, amen, ultimately the armor of God, amen, doesn't have anything on the backside. That's because you're not meant to be running from the devil. You're not running from the devil. Hello. When you're a prayed up, anointed, Holy Ghost filled, amen, fire breathing, hello somebody. You're not running from God, I mean from the devil, but you're pursuing the devil. And God tells him to pursue the enemy. God said, pursue, put that scripture up there, pursue. For you shall surely overtake them, the Bible says. And how many of y'all know when God gives you a green light, hello somebody, you got to go for it. Because the victory is yours. No matter what it looks like. Are y'all following me? You know, a man of God that's really walking with God, that knows God, Amen. When God gives the green light, when God gives the word, when God, amen, reveals it to you, amen, all of a sudden it doesn't matter what it looks like, it don't matter what it's going to take, it don't matter what it is, amen, you're going full force, amen, and you're going 100 miles an hour one direction. Are y'all with me today? Why? Because God spoke to you, God showed you, God told you, he gave you direction, amen, and you're going to go forth because you know him and you trust him. And so David went, the Bible says. Look at verse 9. And so David went. He and the 600 men who were with him and came to the brook Besor, where those left behind remained. Next verse. But David pursued. He and 400 men. They were going back to get what the devil had stolen. They weren't just going to just lay down and let them just take it. Amen. And David pursued he and 400 men. The Lord gave him the word. He said, go get it. Go pursue. For 200 who were. Too exhausted to cross the brook, but sore remained behind, the Bible says. Amen. But how many of y'all know when you strengthen yourself in the Lord, and now you can trust the Lord, 
How many of you know that all of a sudden now you got some courage? God hasn't intended to have any scary Christians. He says, I haven't given you a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. Amen? You know, the rapper says, if you're scared, go to church. And that's right. Because when you go to church, you're going to get bold and you're going to walk in the power of God and you're going to be able to face the devil. And ain't nothing going to be impossible for you. And it don't matter what it looks like. You're right. If you're scared, go to church because you're going to get filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. You're going to get that fire back and you're going to begin to go straight for the devil. Amen. Yeah, I figured y'all might be able to relate to that. But prayer gives you courage. Somebody that was, you know, begin to dry up and fearful and doubtful and, you know what I'm saying, looking from a stance of defeat now shifts to looking from a stance of victory. Why? Because they know who their God is. And they've gotten revelation again because they can see clearly. All of a sudden, you're not seeing in the natural no more. You're seeing in the spiritual. And when you're seeing in the spiritual, you're looking from a place of victory because the victory's already won. The enemy's already defeated. He's got to give back what's already been taken. Hello, somebody. It's never hopeless. Never. What if David would have said, oh, yeah, I guess I'm just screwed. I guess I'm just stuck. Oh, well, I'm never going to get this back. It's never going to happen. It's never going to do that. That's what some of us do. Oh, it's never going to happen. I done screwed it up too bad. I mean, sometimes we do that. Right? The Bible says this in Proverbs. Some of y'all are familiar with this. The wicked man flees, though no one pursues. Amen? That was some of y'all's life when you are skitting out there. Some of y'all running through the woods, ain't nobody chasing you. Or running down the alley or wherever you were. I don't know where you were at. Yeah, all the homies in the woods. From the hood to the woods. Thank you, Jesus. But the wicked man flees, though no one pursues. But the next part says, but the righteous are bold as a lion. Bold as a lion. And the devil's going to flee from you because the anointing in your life, amen, begins to create it to where you're bold. Amen. Are y'all with me today? All of a sudden you get a boldness about you. Amen. Why? Because that anointing's on your life. Because you know who your God is. 
You're not afraid to pray for somebody and believe that they're going to get healed. Are y'all with me today? You're not afraid to testify, amen, about the power of God. You're not afraid to win souls for the kingdom, amen. You're not afraid, amen, in order to, for the blind to see, the deaf, amen, in order to be able to hear the, the mute to speak. Hello, somebody, amen. You're not afraid anymore of the gospel. Hello, somebody. Because you know it's the power of God. And you're going to preach the word of God with boldness. Are y'all with me today? Anybody ever experienced this? I know it may have been a long time. God is good, amen. But when you're prayed up and you're walking right with God and you're full of the Holy Ghost, you're going to be bold as a lion. We need some lions in here. Amen. Are y'all with me today? He came as a lamb, but he's coming back as a lion. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. Amen. We need some lions that are bold. The wicked, amen, they flee even though nobody's pursuing. But the righteous, the ones that are filled with the Holy Ghost, the ones that are filled with the power of God, are bold as a lion. Crazy faith. Ain't scared of nothing. Go right into the devil's camp, amen. Snatch him out of there. You know what I'm saying? Walk right up in the dope house and pull him out. I've done it before. Hello. Now, some of you ain't ready for all that yet. Y'all might end up sitting around hanging out. <laughs> Some of y'all already done tried that. Hello. God is good, amen. Can you put up a Matthew 11 and 12 real quick? Matthew 11 and 12. And I'm going to ask you a question real quick. And maybe you can ask yourself this. Are you pursuing the devil? Or is the devil pursuing you? Hello. Are you pursuing the devil? Or is the devil pursuing you? If you're walking in the flesh, the devil's pursuing you. If you're walking in the anointing, he's running. You're pursuing the devil. You hear me? God told him, amen, to go pursue the enemy. You ready? From the days of John the Baptist until now, Look, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence. And violent men take it by force. Are y'all with me today? They take it by force. 
We're taking back what the enemy stole by force. We're taking these souls by force. We're taking these people. Come on, somebody. We're taking them by force. Amen. We're taking back what the enemy has stolen. We're not waiting until he hands it over. We're going and taking it. Amen. The kingdom of heaven suffers violence. Amen. But the violent men take it by force. Come on now. Why? Because they're bold as a lion. Because they know who their God is and they're pursuing the enemy. Are y'all following me? It's time for us, amen, to get this thing shook up. It's time for us to go back and take what the enemy's stolen. It's time for us to go and take back these cities. Hello, somebody. In these areas, it's time for us to get bold as a lion again. It's time for us to get, amen, courage, amen, walking in the power of the Holy Ghost, amen, with some crazy faith, amen, trusting and knowing who our God is, amen, going into the highways and the byways, amen, and going in, come on now, I walked around South Dallas and Fair Park and evangelized, amen, at midnight, amen, on Friday nights when they had it going, it was on and popping, amen, every single Friday, I would go hit the streets and they say, white boy, you're crazy for being out here I said okay that's alright amen but I'm out here amen and I know that the power of God is with me I know that the anointing of God is with me I know that I'm covered by the blood of Jesus amen that I'm protected by God and we would go into those trap houses and all those things and we go grab them out amen and we bring them there oh come on now are y'all following me today that's how I was raised up. That was my experience. Are y'all with me today? And there wasn't a bit of fear in me. Why? Because God was with me. Because the anointing was all over me. And I had crazy faith. And I knew that if I was in obedience, you hear me? Because I trusted God and I trusted my headship. You know what I'm saying? Hello. David had to trust God and he had to trust his, the priest, the man of God. Are you all following me? The Bible says that David penetrated the devil's camp. Look at verse 16 real quick. Here we are, the Amalekites, the enemy. You can just say the devil. Put 16 up there, chapter 30. The devil was having a big party because of everything that they had stolen. They were throwing down. They were celebrating. It says, when he had brought him down, behold, they were spread all over the land, eating and drinking and dancing because of all the great spoil that they had taken from the land of the Philistines and from the land of Judah. Okay? In other words, here we are. The Amalekites had stolen everything. The enemy had stolen it. And here they are, they start partying, man. They're celebrating, man. They're dancing, they're drinking, amen. They're just having a darn... 
Are y'all with me? I mean, it says clearly, because of all the great spoil that they had taken. Amen. This is what David saw when he went down there. You know, I want you to know Satan has taken a great spoil that belongs to God and that belongs to us. All the lost souls, amen, that he has captive. Are y'all with me today? All the drug addicts that he has captive. All the prostitutes, hello. All the broken marriages. All the homeless. All the winos. Amen, a whole generation's. Are y'all with me today? And right now, Satan and his demons are, they're having a party. Are y'all with me today? And they're boasting about their great spool. But, uh, but I'm here to tell you today, saints, that it's time for the church to rise up and to penetrate the enemy's camp. It's time for the church to rise up and to take back what the enemy has stolen. And who's going to do it if we don't? Hello. Who's going to do it if we don't? Are y'all with me today? God saved you for a reason. See, what the Bible says is that David penetrated the, the enemy's camp and he killed all the enemy except for 400 young men. The Bible says that David slaughtered them. Go to verse 17. Can you put that up there? He says, David slaughtered them from the twilight until the evening of the next day. And not a man of them escaped except 400 young men who rode on camels and fled. Are y'all with me today? Go to verse 18. Somebody say, it's time to penetrate the enemy's camp. Let me say, it's time, time to penetrate, to penetrate. The, enemy's camp. the enemy's camp. But first, we're going to have to be strengthened. Then we're going to have to trust God. Then we're going to have to obey God. Then we're going to have to get into action. Let's look at this verse right here. So here he is. David had gone in. He killed every man there, everybody there, except for 400 that got away on camels. They ran. The enemy was running at this time. And the Bible says, so David recovered all. Somebody say all. all. So David recovered all 
that the Amalekites had taken. He didn't say he recovered some. Come on now. Somebody's got to operate in some faith here. David recovered all that the Amalekites had taken and rescued his two wives. He says, but nothing of theirs was missing. Whether small or great, sons or daughters, spoil or anything that they had taken for themselves. And look at this. The Bible says David brought it all back. Come on now. He recovered all that the Amalekites had taken. Amen. Every child, every son, every daughter, amen, every spool, every wife, everything, amen. But it was when he got, go, when he went back to prayer, when he went back to trusting God, when he went back to pursuing the enemy instead of running from the enemy, and when he went back and penetrated the enemy's camp, that's when we're going to recover everything that the devil has taken from us. Are y'all with me today? Quit trying to do it in your own strength. Quit trying to do it in your own, in your flesh. Quit, amen, operating from a point of fear and doubt, amen. Quit operating, amen, from a point, amen, of defeat. But you're going to have to get with God so that you can be strengthened, amen, so that you can get that anointing back, so that you can get that power back, so that you can get that boldness back, so you can get that courage back, so you can get that confidence back, you, you can get that trust back, amen. Some of you have lost trust in God, amen. You begin to doubt whether God's even willing to do it or able to do it, but I'm here to tell you God can do it and he will do it. Nothing that the enemy takes from you, they can steal nothing. He's not going to steal it, but you've got to make a decision today. And you can't do it on your own. You're going to have to go to the source that's able to do it. You're going to have to go to the one that's capable. David was smart enough to know where his victory was. Even though he got sidetracked a little. Sometimes we get sidetracked a little. We forget. You know what I'm saying? We, sometimes we got to think back. You want to know I was able to walk around South Dallas at midnight on a Friday night, bold as a lion? Because I was diligently seeking the face of God. Because I knew who my God was. I trusted my God. And I obeyed my God. Are y'all with me today? I guess the worship team will come back up here. And how many of y'all know, listen to this. Listen to this real quick. Not only did David get back what the enemy had taken. Hear me out who was their leader, who was their king, who was the one that they wanted to stone when they lost everything. Not only did David get back what the enemy had stolen, but every man or every woman 
Every man that came under David's leadership, when David got where he needed to be, and everyone that came under David's leadership, amen, also recovered all that the enemy had stolen. Come on, somebody. Somebody needs to get excited right there. Somebody needs to get excited right there. Come on, we're taking back what the devil's stolen. We're taking back what the enemy's stolen. But we're doing it by hitting our knees, amen, and seeking the face of God and walking in the power of God. That's how we're doing it, saints. We're raising up an army. We're raising up some soldiers. We're raising up some fire-breathing, preaching men and women of God that are going into the devil's camp. They're taking it back. Bold as a lion on fire for God. That's what we're doing. Hello. That's where we're headed. That's where we're going. Are y'all with me today? Six hundred men. Six hundred men besides David had recovered all that the enemy had taken. All six hundred of them. We can see the importance of coming under spiritual leadership, spiritual headship. Are y'all with me today? Are y'all with me? Not only was David blessed, but all his people were blessed. There's a blessing coming to all of us. There's a fire coming back to all of us. There's a passion coming back to all of us. Are y'all with me? How many of y'all believe that? How many of y'all receive that? It's coming back. It's coming back. It's coming back. It's coming back. Nothing of theirs was missing. Whether small or great. Even the small things. Nothing. Sons or daughters, spoil or anything that had they had taken for themselves. David brought it all back. But if we're obedient and we do what David did, we can also recover everything and more in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. All of it. Every bit of it. All of it. Uh-uh. No. Uh-uh. Every bit of it. Every son. Every daughter. Every wife. Every husband. Every blessing. Every, every bit of provision. Every bit of career, every bit of destiny, every bit of finance, everything, every bit of health, even the health, amen, is going to be restored. Even the health is going to be restored in the name of Jesus. Why? Because we're going back and strengthening ourselves in the power of God, in the anointing of God. And we're listening and we're trusting and we're obeying God. That's what we're doing. That's what season we're in. That's where we're headed.
Amen. But it's going to start with us. Amen. Going back to seek the Lord and trust Him. Stay to your feet. It's time to bring it all back. We're bringing it all home. Everything. 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 I don't know what you've lost. I don't know what the enemy's taken. It's all coming back. Come on, y'all got to believe that by faith. It's all coming back. It's all coming back. It's all coming back. And more. And more. And more. And more. It's all coming back. Are y'all with me today? Come on, just lift your hands to heaven for a moment. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we're calling upon you. Father, sorry, Lord, if we begin to do this without you or to not trust you. But, Father God, we're coming back to seek your face, to hear your voice, and obey your word. So have your way in every soul that's in this place. And we thank you, Lord in advance for the victory for the opportunity to take back what the enemy has stolen we believe by faith we thank you in Jesus name if you would in your own words right there 